Look for a low temperature dropping to 61 and partly cloudy tomorrow. Still another breezy afternoon with a high of 82. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's a quick turnaround as the Bears are back in action Wednesday evening in the Farrell Center hosting Central Arkansas. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John. The Bears play here. ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story, story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Sometimes the world can seem a cold place, so we gotta bring the warmth to it. Sometimes the world can seem a broken place, so we gotta strive to fix it. At the end of the day, we are empowered to create the world we wanna live in. So we prepare for the worst, but we must always, always expect the best. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. This is the uh, this is the time of the year where th- things kind of overlap, and 
it's kind of, I mean, it's fun. I mean, we're busy. And we got a ton of stuff going on, and that's what makes that's what makes this stuff fun. Uh, Baylor men and women in action yesterday uh, at the Ferrell Center. The Baylor men played at 11 o'clock yesterday, and you're going, huh? It's Monday. Yeah, it, it, but they did it. They had the that program uh, for the elementary kiddos. And, Ward, I went over there. Uh, I had, you know, we had the uh, Dave Aranda Press Conference and all that kind of stuff, so we were over there. It, the program's called I'm Going to College. And there were about 3,500 elementary kids there. And I don't know if you got a chance to listen to some of the game. Uh, it was loud Always at the Ferrell is. Center. I love that day. It, 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 you know, it's gonna they're going to do it again. Uh, the Baylor women are going to do it again, uh, are going to do it a little later on in the year. But, yeah, there were 3,500 or so kiddos there. And there were, there were school buses everywhere. It was the coolest scene out at the Ferrell Center yesterday, and uh, and the the Bears entertained those kiddos to say the least with a with a big time win, eighty nine to sixty over Nickel State. The freshman Kendall Brown, how about this? A double double, nearly a triple double. He had thirteen points, ten assists, and eight rebounds. He had a heck of a day for the Bears. Uh, um, Matthew Meyer had twelve points. Flagler added 12. L.J. Cryer had 20 points for the Bears. Jonathan Chamwa Chachua finished with, with eight points. And uh, Flo Thamba had uh, six points and, and five rebounds. But the Bears uh, the Bears got it done, and they uh, they dominated Nickel State, winning 89-60. to 60. So uh, a nice win there in a uh, matinee on a Monday uh, at the at the Ferrell Center. And now they're off to a, to a 2-0 start. You know, there's there's a lot of familiar names and faces, but there's also some new new pieces, and you know you're gonna it's gonna take a little time to kind of mesh this thing together. But man, this this certainly, and I know we're two games into this thing, but when you just look at how they recruited, and you, and you just look at this team, doesn't this look like an, an incredibly talented basketball team again this year? Oh yeah, there's no doubt they are. There's no doubt that they're very talented. Now the, the question is going to be. You know how quickly can they put it together? Just like you said, you know they're trying to mesh it together. You know they've they've got to they've got to be able to gel. They've got to be able to know what each other's doing on the floor and and be able to, you know, have that rotation that works and and find those things out. There's there's a lot of things to to still put together for this team, and you know that's what these non conference games are all about. And you know we'll see how how long it takes them to to put it all together. But you know look it it it's still an advantage for them to be the defending national and defending Big 12 champions because, you know, that that kind of tightens the screws down a little bit. Hey, you, you want to continue that? Well, you, you better play like it then. And so I, I think that that helps them be able to ramp it up a little bit quicker. So it's going to be fun to watch this team unfold. And as you pointed out uh, on several occasions, most every time they step on the floor, they're going to get the other team's best shot. No doubt. I mean, everybody wants not? to. Yeah, everybody wants to beat the defending national champion. You've got a huge bullseye on your back, and you know the good teams figure out a way to to be able to overcome that. And it doesn't matter if you're at home; doesn't matter if you're on the road. You, you're going to get it, and you know on the road makes it a little more difficult because you're going to walk in, and student sections are going to be sitting right behind you, and they're going to be rampant because they want to beat you as well. They they want to make things difficult on you because. 
You know, who doesn't want to beat the defending national champion? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Then last night, uh, Baylor defeated New Orleans 78-39. to I mean, they just they just took him to the woodshed as well to improve to three and zero on the season. Uh, Nalissa Smith had had another good day, thirteen and ten, twenty two and eleven for Queen Egbo. How about that? And uh, Sarah Andrews added twelve, and Caitlin Bickle had ten points. Nine players played, eight really got got extensive minutes, uh, and that that appears that's you know that that's kind of the rotation. It's going to be. You better be. I guess you better be in shape and ready to go uh, for this Baylor women's basketball team because you know it's it's eight maybe nine people that are that are going to play extensive minutes and and that's just the way it is with the, with the way the uh, the roster is set up. As we mentioned, Alyssa Smith had her twenty seventh twenty seventh career double double with the thirteen and ten. Uh, Smith had her sixty ninth career double figure scoring game and her thirty first career double-figure rebounding game, but uh, that's that's pretty impressive. And as we mentioned, Queen Egbo with the 22 and 11, her 21st career double-double, double-double. So uh, good stuff as, as uh, the Baylor women uh, get it done over New Orleans by a final of 78 to 39. Now, uh, the Baylor men got a quick turnaround. They got Central Arkansas on Wednesday uh, at the Ferrell Center, 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas on Sunday, uh, the Baylor women are going to be on the road. They're going to they're going to go take on Maryland, and that is an 11:30 pregame with a high noon tip. So 11:30 pregame, high noon tip. So we've got a women's basketball football doubleheader for you on Sunday. 11:30 pregame, 12 o'clock tip uh, for the uh, for Baylor and Maryland, and then immediately afterwards we'll have the Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. So that'll be a fun day here. On ESPN Central Texas. Fun day. Yeah. So, good stuff. All right. Uh, there you go. 726. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. When we come back, we are going to talk a little high school volleyball. Jeff Coker from Crawford High School joins us next here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Sunday on the road at Maryland. 11.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. High noon tip-off Sunday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. My house has a new glow. I love my window. 
that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Gene and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Five players hit double figures as the Baylor men steamrolled Nichols 89-60. The Baylor women, meanwhile, toppled New Orleans 78-39, led by Queen Egbo, who scored 22 and collected 11 rebounds. The MCC Highlanders are 9-0 after a 101-57 win over the Texas Wesleyan JV. Justin Wilson led the way with 19 points. The MCC women lost Manola 65-59. Tampa Bay outfielder Randy Orozarena has been named American League Rookie of the Year. And Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India has been named National League Rookie of the Year by the Baseball Writers Association. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. It's uh, 7:31 and a Tuesday morning. Drive safely as you make your way to work or school this morning. Let's talk some high school volleyball. We welcome in uh, Jeff Coker from uh, Crawford High School. Coach, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on. Let, let's let's talk a little volleyball. Uh, talk a little bit about your program and in in just the consistency and in, in the in the high quality in which you, your program plays at. I just think it starts with uh, this great Crawford community. You know, uh, just uh, parents that raise their kids to to work hard and to to do the right things and. Uh, when they're hearing that at home and then we can reinforce that at school, I just think it it just leads to a standard of excellence that uh, you see across all of our programs, not just the volleyball program. 
I, I was going to ask, does winning – I mean, it, it seems like if you guys have a checker team, you're going to be playing for a championship. Does that benefit the other programs? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just uh, everybody sees success uh, in one program, and it makes them, uh, number one, believe that they can do it in the other programs, and then number two, just – uh, they want to shoot for that. They want to do all the extra work and all the extra things that it requires to, to play at a high level. Coach, when did you see this thing starting to come together for your volleyball team and, and start realizing, hey, we, we've got a real shot to get to Garland this year? Uh, I mean, I think, you know, after we, uh, you know, we lost in the semifinals last year and we had won the year before, uh, you know, that our kind of core group of seniors were – you know, sophomores won in 2019, and then they were juniors last year. And uh, we uh, we had a, a lot of pieces coming back, and so I think you know from the beginning uh, that was the, kind of the goal was to get back. And uh, you know, when you uh, I don't know, you go win the the Leon tournament. That's always um, a pretty good benchmark of uh, you've got a pretty good team because there's always really good competition there. And then we. Followed that up, uh, winning the academy tournament, and uh, and then you know to to beat programs like Midway and Lorena, um, it's you got to have a pretty special team to be able to do that. So uh, we've kind of known, uh, but it's been kind of fun to just watch it and just see us get better each and every week. How important are those early tournaments to get your team to be able to play against that type of competition, but also be able to understand where each other's going and what you're trying to do on the floor. Yeah, I mean, it's really important. Uh, I just don't uh, – made the mistake early on as a coach uh, where the, the best team we played was our last game of the season and we ended up losing, and uh, I just never wanted that to be true again. Um, and so we go challenge them and we, we take some losses and uh, we try and learn from it and grow from it and then uh, kind of play fearless after that, you know, with uh, knowing that, you know, what, what we're going to see – at the 2A level is, is not what we were seeing the first weekend of the year with the, you know, 5A, 6A competition that we're trying to play. So, And you, you, you schedule that way purposely, don't you? Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, I want us to, I want us to get challenged. I want us to find out uh, what we need to work on, but I also want us to, to be confident at the end, uh, knowing that, you know, we, we were on the court with all those bigger schools and, and maybe we won some and maybe we lost some, but, but we were competitive, and we learned we learned how to compete. And uh, and uh, nothing nothing's going to be new, or uh, we're not going to see anything that we haven't seen before. Um, once we get in the playoffs, I uh, just I just really believe in that hard preseason schedule that prepares you for for what you're going to see in the playoffs. What do you like about your team and the way you're playing, particularly now? Uh, I just think uh, we're playing really good on defense. I think uh, a lot of times. Uh, when people think defense and volleyball, they think about the kids in the back digging the ball. And, um, you know, Addie and McKenna have kind of led the way uh, there. And uh, they've been really, really good, I think, uh, against Bremont in the regional final. Uh, we stepped up and, and we blocked a ton of balls. Um, Barron and Katie um, were just seemed like they were blocking everything um, in big moments. And uh, so it was just, just – you know, we've always kind of tried to base everything starting with our defense. Um, I think we've got five really good hitters and obviously a, an all-world setter in Lexi. And so um, it just 
it just I don't know I like everything about him honestly it's uh, just kind of a fun group to be around you, you mentioned defense so, so how does defense create offensive opportunities for you I mean it's you know a lot of teams uh, they're scrambling on defense and they're just trying to keep the ball alive and they're sending free balls back and our our defenders are so good um, they're digging balls to target and it allows Lexi to be standing there and, and setting a ball and running our offense the way we want it. Um, and we're, we're kind of less in a scramble mode and more just kind of picking and choosing, well, what's our best matchup and who's the hot hitter right now and, and things like that. Jeff, what can you tell us about uh, your opponent uh, tomorrow, Beckville? Uh, they're really, really good. Uh, they got three hitters that can flat out go. Um, I'm hoping that our defense is better than theirs, um, but uh, but they got three hitters that – they're they're pretty unbelievable. So uh, we got our hands full. I, I know you've been there before, but that is a remarkable facility they have in Garland. Talk a little bit about where you guys host your championship and and just how special of a place that is. That I mean, because it's a cool place. I've been there several times. Love watching volleyball there. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Curtis Colwell Center is an unbelievable facility. It's it's certainly big. You know, uh, that's another one of the reasons we try and go play in as many big arenas as we can is so that uh you know our eyes aren't quite as big when you walk into it for the first time uh and we have been fortunate enough to we've been several times and so you know most of our kids when they go the first time as a player it's not necessarily their first time in the building um so they kind of know and obviously it's different when you go from up in the stands to on the court is maybe a JV call-up kid. And then now all of a sudden you're not the JV call-up kid, you're the starter. And then maybe you're not just a starter, a role player. You're, you're the leader and you're the captain and things like that. And, um, but I definitely think experience matters and you see it year after year at the state tournament, um, teams, teams that have been there, uh, tend to shake off the nerves a little faster and teams that's their first time. Sometimes their, their eyes are kind of big at the beginning. So maybe it, Maybe it wins you two or three points at the beginning, and then everybody kind of settles in. But it's it's definitely an advantage. Coach, good luck. Uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Wish you the very best tomorrow afternoon, and and uh, hope that the, you're playing in that championship match. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate you having me on. Want to want to send a special shout out to uh, Lorena and Blum. I know Amanda and Lauren do such a great uh, job with their programs. We want to wish them the best and. Uh, Hope that uh, we can make Central Texas proud. Absolutely, Coach. Thanks so much. Appreciate your time. Have a good right, day. Uh, and he mentioned uh, Lorena and Blum. Laura McPherson does a marvelous job with Blum's volleyball program, and they're back in in uh, in the semifinals as well. And Lorena will play on Thursday. So got some good stuff. I mean, really cool stuff. Uh, and wish all these teams the very best. Uh, and have you been to that center in Garland Ward? I mean, what a great yeah, I've place! Yeah, I've done basketball games in that in that building. It's it's a great place. It is a great place to watch volleyball. So I uh, look forward to it. So, and you know, one of the few times you're not heading south towards Austin uh, for the uh, for state. I like it. Yeah, me too. Seven thirty nine, twenty one away from eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I think I would love to spend some time, you know, with Coach Drew. You saw the uh, the different reporters that were there. It's like they asked two or three questions and we're done. It was the weirdest thing. Uh, Aaron, I know you were getting to kind of dip in and listen to some of that. The moderator was like mocking the reporters. <laughs> he was like, really? Are y'all not going to ask any questions? 
The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. Gokey Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Gokey Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Gokey Family Farms, seven generations strong. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Five players hit double figures as the Baylor men steamrolled Nichols 89 60. The Baylor women, meanwhile, toppled New Orleans 78 39, led by Queen Egbo, who scored 22 and collected 11 rebounds. The MCC Highlanders are 9-0 after a 101-57 win over the Texas Wesleyan JV. Justin Wilson led the way with 19 points. The MCC women lost Manola 65-59. Tampa Bay outfielder Randy Orozarena has been named American League Rookie of the Year. And Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India has been named National League Rookie of the Year by the Baseball Writers Association. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven forty-three. Welcome back in. This is game time. Tom and Ward, and you on this. Tuesday morning. We're glad you're with us here this morning. Baylor getting ready for Kansas State. The Bears at 8-2 and two and getting ready to take on the Wildcats at Kansas State. And yesterday, uh, Coach Dave Aranda met with the media and talked about uh, the opponent, Kansas State. And, and he said basically what we talked about at the top of the show today, Ward, in a lot of cases, they look a lot alike from what they're trying to get done. And not necessarily how they go about their business, but 
what they're trying to accomplish, the uh, the cats and the bears look a lot alike. I think there's a lot of similarities in our teams. Um, I think we are much more of a zone style. They do run zone. They run a lot more gap scheme, though. They get into big people and um, run powers and um, with various pullers, a lot of times more than two um, or more than one, rather. And so they, um, they move people and create seams, and there's a lot of gaps and angles become an issue. Um, so number one is the physicality they bring. I think the quarterback is um, can move around, doesn't move around as much as he, he was prior. I think is is probably a better thrower than he was prior. He's sitting in the pocket more and, and um, going through progressions and thread needles and, and all of it. I think finding dead areas and zones and taking advantage. I think um, their running back and their receivers, they you know, they've got guys their their leading um, receivers for their team are are short, quick twitch, explosive mismatches in space, and so um, you know the tighter you get to them, the more it's a one-on-one -on -one game, and the more it becomes you know who's the matchup on that guy because it can be a mismatch, and they've got they've got a receiver with really good length uh, that's a that's a um, um, gives them value on special teams as well. That is a is someone that we have to be aware of for the deep ball, and so I think they're a complete team. And I agree. I mean, when you look at uh, when you look at Kansas State and in their program, and this team has played, I, I, I don't know. They're interesting. I mean, they lost early, Ward to uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in conference play, uh, losing to uh, Oklahoma State thirty-one to twenty, and then to uh, Oklahoma thirty-seven uh, thirty-one. Had an open date, then lost to Iowa State, but then since then has been on a roll beating Tech, TCU, Kansas, and West Virginia. One might argue it's Tech, TCU, Kansas, and West Virginia. Bingo. Is is that kind of how you you see it, or do you see, hey, this is a team that's won four or five in a row in in conference competition? Well, I you know you win four in a row, you're doing something right, uh, but the competition is is a different level. Uh, they do have their quarterback back, so that certainly helps them. Uh, but, again, I, I do think you have to take in consideration those four in a row were, you know, games that you look at Kansas State and you go, well, they should win those four, right? I mean, the opponent kind of leans you to, you know, if you if you were to say out of those – out of those games, West Virginia probably should be the biggest challenge. But then again, we really don't know who West Virginia is. No, we still, sure don't. Still in week, what, 10, 11? We have no idea who that team is right now. They're they're a huge surprise in That's this the one wild card for me is West Virginia. I, look, they're pretty average, and I thought they were going to be pretty good. Uh, and, and I think Coach Brown does a terrific job. But, man, I think that's a pretty average team. I think they've underperformed this year. In fact, oh, I, I don't think they have. I know they have. Yeah, I know they have. They, yeah. they, they're not near what anybody thought they were going to be, including themselves. And, you know, the, the biggest problem for West Virginia is they're not consistent at all in, in, in any phase of the game right now. And so, you know, I, I think you have to look at it and, and say, yeah, okay, well, you know, who is this Kansas team? Can can they be who we think they are, or is the competition they played is the, are those games that they should have won? And I I think you have to say yes. Those are those are four games that they should have won. 
And, and they did. The, the only thing I would tell you is, minus the Tech game, the other three, uh, they've been pretty dominant in those games. I mean, again, yeah, Tech, they, they eked out a win 25-24 in Lubbock. And anytime you go on the road in conference and win, that's a feather in your cap. But the other three? Uh, they beat TCU 31 to 12. They beat Kansas 35 to 10. They beat West Virginia 34 to 17. They they weren't exactly close competitive football games. Yeah, and you know two of those teams lost their coach after they beat them. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean that's that's the that's the spoiler uh, to that deal. So I I don't know. I just know this. I think they're playing. In fact, I know they are. They're playing with a lot of confidence right now. They've got their quarterback back. And they've got a they've got a quality back in Deuce Vaughn. I mean, this guy not only can run the football, but heck, he's their leading receiver. I mean, so he's a multi-purpose guy that you better know where he's at, twenty four seven, three sixty five. When you're getting ready to play those dudes, yeah, it's a Big Twelve game. You better be ready to play. But I I I still think Bader goes in there and, and takes care of business pretty easily on Saturday. And then you look at Baylor, just just from. Just a comparison. Look, they've got they played three conference road games, right? They 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 beat Kansas, mm-hmm. then they lost to Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. which most everybody has, and then they lost to TCU. So their their two road their two worst performances have been in conference on the road, right? Well, that's got to that's got to change. I mean, they've got to have a different approach or or something, and a to to get done what they want to get done and that's to put themselves in a position to get to the to get to AT&T they're they're there they're in a position to maintain that position they've got to play different football on the road and there's no question that this is a different football team at home than it is on the road i mean look how they play when they're at home they're 6 and 0 and for the most part this team has just gotten it done uh in in their home games and they struggled at Texas at Texas State. I know that was opening day, but the end result was they struggled to win at Texas State. Mm-hmm. They 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 won at Kansas, and then they lost it at Oklahoma State, and they lost at at uh, TCU. They've got it's got to be a different look and a different feel somehow. And I don't know what it is if it's if it's an energy, if it's a hey, it's us against the world mentality. I don't know, but it. I, I, the end result is they've got to play better on the road to get done what they want to get done. Yeah, and look, there's teams out there that do that. But, I mean, if you want to be one of those teams, look, your your championship game's on the road. <laughs> you, you better figure out a way to play on the road. Yeah. Eat a different pregame meal. I don't know. Change it up a little bit. And I'm <laughs> sure that they will. Yeah. I mean, they're going to change the approach just to see if they can find that right mixture and 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 be able to, be able to travel. You know, maybe – Maybe you leave earlier, or you know, I don't know. They're, they're, coaches are, are creatures of habit too. They'll they'll try to figure out something. They'll try to figure that formula out to where, you know, it is, it is a little bit different for them, and and they won't go through the same routine because that's just what you do when you aren't having success in a certain situation. You change it up, and so it's going to be interesting. I I still feel like I I, I think they walk into Manhattan and, and take care of business. I just I I think that's after last Saturday. I think this team's going to be playing with even more confidence. And, look, the only way you can get to where you want to get is take care of your business. Now, you need some help, but if you don't take care of your business, it doesn't matter. So, do you – and, again, I, I, I'm just I'm just looking at different scenarios. They did not play with that, with that same intensity, I don't think, or at least it didn't feel like it, 
or looked like it when they played TCU after the Texas game. And now you're coming off another emotional victory over Oklahoma. How do you get back to that level when you're playing Kansas State well, on there, the road? There's one thing about the TCU game that you're not putting into the equation. I mean, TCU was an emotional well, game for They them. had their motor running. There yeah, is no absolutely. doubt. I, and, I get and, it. And I don't think Baylor saw that that intensity and that emotion that was going to be there. And, you know, TCU was able to just hang on. And, you know, that wasn't a game. Baylor had the chance to win the ball game, but they, they couldn't get it done. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you, you let that emotion just get on top of you so much that you can't do anything about it. I, I think that's an anomaly in that TCU game. That was the week Gary Patterson was fired. Their team was, you know, we're going to win this for Gary. And uh, there was a lot of emotion on TCU sideline, and, and you didn't counteract it. And, you know, so that is that is on you. But, I mean, I, I think you take you, you have to put that into the equation on that road loss. And so, I don't think they played that bad that Saturday. I don't think they played as good as they could, but I don't think they played that bad. I just think TCU played above their head. And sometimes when you have an emotional game like that, teams do that. Tim and Tim in Waco uh, says, hey, look, I don't think Baylor would have beat OU if they would have won the TCU game. And I, and I think what he's saying is Baylor was so ticked off after losing TCU that they had a heck of a week of preparation and they, you know, they went into the Oklahoma game that they were, they were not going to be denied. Laser focused. They were not going to be denied. And, and, you know, I promise you that that, that, that had something to do with it because they were not. I mean, you, they, they just weren't. You and you know it, I know it, and everybody else knows it. They were ready to go as ready as they could be Saturday. I mean, they had their motor running on Saturday. That's a, that's a good point. Uh, now, whether they would have won or, or, or lost, depending on the TCU outcome, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, Baylor played better in all three phases against Oklahoma. I, I can tell you that. Now, did that have anything to do with the TCU game? I'm sure it did. Well, sometimes teams need to get refocused, and that you know that's that's a game you look at. You know, if if they get to where they want to get, you might can look back at that TCU game and go, "Huh, may, maybe that just refocused them because they were cruising right along to yep. that game." Yep, yeah, there's no question. All right, seven fifty four, uh, and again, it's Baylor and Kansas State uh, two thirty for the uh, tailgate show, four thirty for the kick right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's continue. With our Baylor coverage, here's John Morris, the voice of the Bears, with today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check a Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, it was a men's-women's doubleheader in the Farrell Center yesterday, and the result was two convincing wins. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. 
Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was a men's-women's basketball doubleheader yesterday in the Farrell Center, beginning with the now ninth-ranked Baylor men hosting Nichols in a matinee affair. Baylor got five players in double-figure scoring, led by L.J. Criers, 20. Kendall Brown, the freshman, finished two rebounds shy of a triple-double. He had 13 points, 10 assists, and eight rebounds on the day. Baylor won over Nichols 89-60, the final score to run their record to 2-0 on the season. The men back in action tomorrow night, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center, hosting Central Arkansas. Then last night, the Baylor women up to number six in the nation in the AP women's poll, hosting the privateers of New Orleans. The Baylor women had five players in double-figure scoring, led by double-doubles from Queen Egbo and Alyssa Smith, in a 78-39 win over UNO. After the game, Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin. I, I think this was just one of those games where, you know, we, we have to be better coming out of the gate. We, we didn't start the game with enough energy. Um, you know, really felt like, you know, it sounds crazy to say 15 points is a lot. <laughs> um, but I felt like it was a lot. Like, I felt like, you know, we didn't impose our will early enough. And then, you know, I had to be a jerk and, and yell and scream a little bit. And, you know, because I, I think sometimes, like, it's, it's easy to relax against an opponent that you think is inferior to you. And so, you know, it's just, it's not okay. Like, every, every, every possession matters that we're getting better um, because we're going to turn around and face Maryland you know, in the, in the next game. So, you know, I, I just don't think we can take possessions for granted at either end. And we were turning the basketball over for absolutely no reason and, uh, you know, not guarding as hard as I thought we could. And, and so I think those were, those were our biggest issues. Nikki Collin and the Bears now 3-0 and on the season. They are number six in the nation in this week's poll. Next up at number three, Maryland, and that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. Everything we do, we do for you. It's time to drive at home. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. New and used auto rates are as low as 1.99% APR. Have a winning season with First Central's local blitz play. Quick loan processing with flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. 
right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk some Big 12, and let's welcome into the program from Locked On Big 12, the podcast, Josh Neighbors. Josh, good morning. How are you, buddy? Hello, Josh. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're terrific. We appreciate your time. Uh, Let's dive in. There's a lot to get to. First of all, one of the things that we were talking about this morning is just how wacky and how crazy this football league has been this season. Any thoughts on that? Well, I thought this weekend every single result illustrated something that you guys are talking about. Obviously, Baylor was number one because they get shredded by a backup quarterback, Chandler Morris, the week before. And the following week, they signed a guy, Mikhail Williams, who was Heisman's off, and then Spencer Rattler, who was the preseason Heisman favorite. And neither of those guys could get anything going on a Lincoln-Riley offense. So that was just wacky and weird. And then you have Oklahoma State scoring 63 points, which their offense has been pretty anemic so far this year. You had a 62-yard field goal from Texas Tech this weekend to ice Iowa State. And then also you had Kansas State, who was 3-3 and overall, 0-3 in the Big 12. They won their fourth straight game this weekend to get to 7-3. and And then, oh, by the way, Kansas went to Austin and put up 57 on the Longhorns and won in overtime. So uh, this weekend was kind of the microcosm Josh, we had a text on our CNC collision text line. Who's the biggest surprise? Baylor sitting where they are or Iowa State sitting where they are in the Big 12? Iowa State because they've got way too much talent and way too much proven talent to be sitting where they are. You go and look at your, their, their losses, the Iowa loss. Like, Iowa did not beat them. Iowa State handed that game away. Um, the Baylor game, their special teams were not good enough, and Baylor took advantage of that. And they won the game. Also, I, I would say that game, a bunch of drives inside Baylor's 25. They came up with either field goals or turnovers. And they didn't finish drives in that game. Things didn't go their way against Oklahoma State, sure. But they had you know, other results like the best Virginia result, where their good defense came up, you know, what was 38 points, and uh, whatever it was. And then this week, obviously, another, another week that they give up, their defense gives up a ton of points, too, to Donovan Smith, who has not been. Uh, a real massive factor in Texas Tech's offense. They, they've been a disappointment. I don't think the first Matt Campbell stock because it obviously shows what a good coach he can be and how he can you know, get guys that level of expectation, but they just didn't deliver. And, and I think they have, they, they have the ability to, like, I don't think anybody would be shocked this week if they go into to Norman and get a win against Oklahoma because that's how good the team is. That's how good Matt Campbell is the coach. But they, their, their performances have not met the standard which they set last season. Josh, uh, obviously they, they make a move in Tech. They make a move in, t- in, in Fort Worth. Do you see any other movement either now or at the end of the year when it comes to Big 12 coaches? Um, the two guys we're looking at right now are obviously Matt Campbell and then Dave Aranda. And – I've been accused of trying to get coaches to leave the Big 12 fans when I was happy with me. I've been saying LSU should contact Dave Aranda for a while now. He's not really the type, and people point this out, not Woodward at LSU, it's not really the type of fire he likes to make. 
he's a really splashy type hire, but I think a bit of the chaos and, and some of the also weirdness they have in the SEC, a steady hand like Dave Miranda would, might be perfect at LSU. But USC is going to be looking at Dave Miranda. Washington is going to be looking at Dave Miranda. Um, if Penn State ends up losing James Franklin, I think Penn State is going to end up calling, and honestly, they might want to call Dave Miranda, but I think they call that Campbell. I think there is a whole lot of movement that could happen. But in terms of firing, I think the firing, but I think Neil Brown is state to West Virginia. So firing, though, the one thing I'm looking at, though, guys, right now is Virginia Tech has fired Justin Fuente. I know he's been floating around the TC, but I think, I think the big deal here is maybe there was some smoke in the Billy Napier TC department. And that prompted Virginia Tech to say, we don't want to lose out on a guy who could potentially come to Blacksburg. So let's see how that situation plays out. It's something I've got my eye on right now. How, how are the Texas fans reacting to where they're sitting right now and after that loss to Kansas State? Is their hair on fire? Uh, it's it's got to be, right? I mean, it's absolutely got to be on fire. Um, you know, it's Steve Marquise yesterday pointed out basically what I think a lot of us have noticed is that this coaching staff and this group of players are not working well together. Um, I know it's not his group of players, and it's his job to coach the player, but this marriage is just not working out from a current player perspective. And then, you know, basically what I'm saying is he needs to get his new classes in. And he talked about, hey, we might have 33 new guys in the roster next year. That's the maximum amount. They can have, you know, with the NCAA rules. So I'm expecting some wholesale changes in that roster department. I, I think anybody who sees otherwise is crazy because I think Sark is left by the problem. They're just not reaching these guys. It looks like that defense had quit the other day against Kansas, and the thought they got turned on that side of the ball was unacceptable. Josh, is it Oklahoma and Oklahoma State? In at AT and T, or is it Baylor in Oklahoma State at AT and T, or who is it? Well, I, I think everybody's feeling pretty good about one school in Oklahoma right now. It's not OU. I mean, Oklahoma State looks like they. I mean, they've got two last year relatively difficult games coming up. They've got Texas Tech on the road, and they've got Oklahoma at home. Um, I think if you're asking about who's playing the best right now, Oklahoma State clearly is the team right now that's playing the best football at this point of the season. I think that's 110% uh, what's happening right now. I would lean towards OU, yes. I think Lincoln Riley's going to have them in a good position to rebound this week. Um, you know, when they play Iowa State and Norman, that's what I think. I, you know, obviously, the stuff, it goes week to week sometimes. But if they win that game, and then you know they can they can kind of move on and go ahead next week. Uh, I, I would I would favor Bedlam round one or round two at, at this point. But man, that Baylor win really throws a whole wrench of the thing, and the tiebreakers can be confusing sometimes too. So I'm not sure anybody really knows how to play out. I would still lean Bedlam rounds one and two is what we're going to say. With Texas Tech having their guy in place already with Joey McGuire and TCU still sitting there, does that indicate that there's a head coach out there that they're eyeballing right now? I think there's. I, I think TCU is being patient in this market. I, I think they want to make sure they make the right hire. And also, look, this is not a school 
that has been through too many of these, right? They're, they don't, they don't, haven't done many coaching searches. Um, they have made one hire, I believe, in my entire lifetime. That, that was Gary Patterson. Well, I think I think it's correct. Uh, one one hire in my entire lifetime. So I think TCU, they don't want to be in the business of doing this off. And no school does, but them in particular. That's not their brand. It's never been. They want to find not their next Gary Patterson, but the guy to build off what Gary's done and stay with them when this conference becomes what it inevitably becomes. And, you know, no matter how things shake out, they want their guys. So, Louis Napier is an interesting name. But Deion Sanders tough. Not sure how you guys felt. That didn't feel real to me. I felt like I was living in a, in a dream world. They were impressed by him. But that's not a coach that I feel really normally um, about being able to take over that kind of program. And then, you know, taking the next level. I'm sure he'd be able to do a good job, you know, getting kind of talent in there. But, like, you know, being able to coach defense the way Gary did. And that's why he got – Fired because he didn't meet his own standard coaching that side of the ball, and I don't know if Dion would bring that necessarily to the table. So, um, you know, Billy Napier's an interesting name. I think they they did their due diligence with Kellen Moore and Matt Matt Campbell. Um, I think Justin Fuentes' name they might contact. But I don't think they go that direction. So there are some options out there. I don't think TCU fans be worried at all. Obviously, Sonny Dykes is still sitting right there. As well, I just think it's a, it's a patience thing because they want to make sure they nail their tires. They don't have to do this again for a long time. Has Sonny Dykes hurt his stock there with the collapse that he's had at SMU? And it's not the first collapse you've seen Sonny Dykes have. No, I don't think he has. I think, to me, what makes me want to bring Sonny Dykes to TCU, if I was a TCU fan, is the fact that he's able to flip guys from certain schools, right? He's able to get transfers and, and make them have success. And obviously, I think Tanner Mordecai is the guy that we all look at. But, you know, he's also had some offense issues that have, that have done, you know, I know it's uh, usually considered the pass end of offense. But he's been able to use the backs really well. And he had some games they've run the ball very well. So I like how he's also adapted his offense in some certain spots. I think he's a really good coach. I thought Cal was a bad fit to start with. That's just my opinion um, for Sonny Dykes. So I don't think he's necessarily hurt his stuff. Um, but, you know, I can understand what people would be down on him. But I don't think overall we should let one or two losses affect what we think about a coach. That's also how I feel about a guy like Matt Campbell, too. Like, I, my opinion of Matt has not really changed, despite the fact the season has not gone the way they wanted it to. Josh, man, uh, what else? What else is? Uh, what else is cooking in the Big Twelve? I, I mean, we we got uh, a crazy finish coming up in, in football, and and now we've we've got basketball up and running, and of course uh, the defending national champions right here in River City. So a lot of stuff and a lot of fun stuff uh, as far as the Big Twelve is concerned. Yeah, guys. I mean, I want to mention too, like Kansas State. You know, they were three and three, now they're seven and three, and they've done it with Skylar Thompson, who was compromised as well too. So. I just want to shout out, you know, the great job uh, that Chris Kleiman has done at Kansas State this year. I think there's no denying that he is you know, he's really done a great job with what, with what he's had, and, and they fought those injuries and getting to seven and three. They were a chance to win, you know, uh, you know, eight or nine, maybe even ten games this season. <laughs> they're able to win out, which is not something I thought we'd say at the beginning of the season. They've got a really exciting game this week coming up against Baylor. And speaking of Baylor, their basketball team has looked strong so far. I actually thought Texas didn't look too bad 
on the road against Gonzaga tonight. Um, Kansas looks like they're like they're going to be a juggernaut once again. So. Yeah, you're right. There is a whole lot going on right now. I, I want to circle back. You brought up Kansas State football. I want to circle back to that. And, and we were just talking about KSU. You know, their three losses are to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. Their, their four wins, as you mentioned in a row, are Tech, TCU, Kansas, and West Virginia. The Tech game was tight, 25-24. They, they pretty much have thumped the, uh, the other three, TCU, Kansas, and West Virginia, but shouldn't they have beaten those teams? I mean, is is it those wins that they should have gotten? Yes, but but here's the so so I guess this this week's the big test, right? It's like how good are you? Because are they essentially the fifth best team in the conference? Right, you're going to beat the four behind you and lose the four in front of you, right? Is that who you are? Mm-hmm. Well, this week's going to tell us that that you know because now they've got a chance to beat one, you know, to play to beat one of the teams that's towards the top of the conference. Um, you know, they they didn't get blown out against Oklahoma State. They did, And that was back of quarterbacks, too. They did not get blown out against Oklahoma. They got handled by Iowa State, but not blown out. So they've been in the neighborhood, but not quite in punching distance. I think Baylor is the right kind of team for them to be within punching distance. I know Baylor's coming off an awesome win, but – the pace of this game is not going to be one that's going to be a, at least I don't think it is, a trading blows type game, right? Both these teams like to run the football, like to situationally pass, like to play good defense. So I think this is this is definitely a spot for them, you know, coming up against Baylor. I believe the game is in Manhattan. A big spot for them where they can actually punch above what's been their weight whole year and get this win. But if that Baylor defense was anything like it did the other day, then I think, I think that might be a challenge. But we've seen Baylor's defense be had in the past, so we'll have to see. But this is their opportunity to kind of punch above where they've been the entire season. Josh, what, do you got, what are you working on for uh, Locked on Big 12, the podcast? Well, we're going to have our roundtable tonight. A whole lot to get to. All the results from this weekend, what they mean. Can the Big 12 still get a team in the college football playoff? All that coming up. Find the show on uh, on wherever you guys get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Also find us on YouTube. Just look up Locked On Big Twelve. Josh, as always, it is a pleasure, man. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate, it, gentlemen. Talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. That is Josh Neighbors from my Locked On Big Twelve, and uh, he's just keeping us informed on what's going on around the league. It's uh, 8.15, 15 minutes after 8, and uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. He he brought up Coach Aranda, and I, I think one of the reasons why his name is surfacing well, – well, look, there's an article that came out, I think, yesterday in the Athletic uh, by uh, Bruce Feldman that talks about Coach Aranda, and it talks about Washington. It talks about USC. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up here in, in just a couple of minutes. I want to remind you that we are brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You can check out all the great vehicles at alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, of course, is your friend in the car business. And, you know, some of the great vehicles – 
that they have for you to check out. How about the Ram 2021 1500 quad cab, the Lone Star Edition? Man, what a truck. Uh, it just It's engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability. They also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of the daily driver. You can check out the Ram 1500 quad cab Lone Star Edition and all the great trucks at Allen Samuels. Again, they're at 201 West Loop 340. You want to kick a tire? Go kick a tire. You want to check them out online? Do that as well at allensamuelsdcj.com. Again, a tremendous service department. My wife had her had her Jeep over there just either earlier this week or, or, or late last week, and boom, just like that, taken care of. That's what they do for you at Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. You'll hear from the first cowboy to ever record both a sack and a blocked pun in the same game right after this. The Dallas Cowboys take on the Chiefs in Kansas City on Sunday, November 21st. Join Cowboys Nation at one of two free watch parties presented by Miller Lite. Head to AT&T Discovery District or Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium to join in on the fun. Enjoy Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders' performances. Meet Dallas Cowboys alumni. Hang with Rowdy and more. Pre-game celebrations begin at 1 p.m. at AT&T Discovery District and 2 p.m. at Miller Lighthouse. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash watch party. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys are without top pass rusher Randy Gregory for at least two more games because of a calf injury. But filling in admirably this past Sunday and the win over the Falcons was defensive end Dorrance Armstrong, who not only recorded his first sack of the season, he also blocked a punt that was recovered for a touchdown. Armstrong became the first Cowboy to record a sack and blocked punt in the same game. He talked post-game about the block. I just gave a little dummy call, got him confused, and came free. That was my first one ever, so I was pretty excited, pretty surprised, but uh, it felt good, man. I mean, I've never seen that statistic, so uh, hopefully I can be the first one. Armstrong and the defense will have their hands full Sunday in Kansas City, chasing down Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see clearing skies today with lots of sunshine this afternoon. It'll be a breezy day with highs topping out at 81 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. Look for a low temperature dropping to 61. And partly cloudy tomorrow. Still another breezy afternoon with a high of 82. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. And to have an opportunity to do something that uh, only Ford and Duke have done since uh, the John Wooden days, um, that's, that's, a, that's a great opportunity we have this year. Baylor men's basketball all season long here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. 
Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Hey, it's 8 22. <laughs> 22 after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us here as we roll through a, um, a Tuesday morning. The, and as I mentioned, Ward, there is an article uh, on, the, uh, on the Athletic written by uh, Bruce Feldman, and he talks about Coach Dave Aranda and, you know, uh, he. He brings up the fact that USC has has, fire, has got a, a has fired their coach, and you know there's spots open at, at USC, Washington, Washington State. There was a, a spot open at Tech and and at TCU, and and he he mentioned, you know, that Coach Aranda is a California guy from Southern California, and and that uh, you know that uh, his name is is popping up uh, with some of these jobs that are open. LSU's another one where his name has popped up a little bit, uh, as has. Jimbo Fishers, who went, whose name was popped up again yesterday, for that matter. Uh, so w- when when you when you see this and when you hear this, d- is this is this a compliment to your program that somebody else would be interested in your guy, 
or is this is this uh, is this concerning? Uh, if if you're if you're Baylor, that Coach Aranda's name keeps popping up. Well, both. I mean, his name would not be popping up unless they were being successful. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's that's a compliment to your program. It's also concerning that you're just now getting something started again and and starting to roll with the with the new staff and uh, they've got things turned in the right direction. And uh oh, here they come. They're going to start poaching, and you know, Coach Aranda's probably not going to be the only one that may be on the list. I mean, you got your coordinators out there that are being talked about too. So, you know, is it time for them to maybe take that step and, and take over a program? I don't know. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. Um, but, yeah, it, I think it is concerning because, you know, you'd like to have some stability. But in today's landscape of college football, that that always doesn't happen. I mean, you don't you don't have those long term coaches like you used to, um, so it's it's going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds because I you know I I think that there's there's a couple of schools out there that are going to make a a strong push for Dave Aranda. You know, and immediately what comes to mind for me is Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Every year you hear Matt Campbell's name at Iowa State mentioned for. Every job in America. Mm-hmm. Where's Matt Campbell? He's still at Iowa State. Absolutely. So the right job for him has not come around. But that doesn't mean the right job for Dave Aranda may not come around. Or maybe he's at the right job. I mean, that may be where he wants to be. Clearly, right now it is. Clearly, right now. For now. It, yeah, it, it is. I mean, sometimes for some guys, and I don't know this, you know, I don't, I don't know Matt Campbell. At all, I mean, I've seen him a couple of times, and you know, saw him uh, at the uh, the preview thing in July that we had at AT and T. But you know, he may be right where he wants to be. We, you know, you just don't know. The grass is not always greener. You know, it, it just isn't. Well, it, sometimes, but you know, for some of these jobs, it it is. You know, it just is. But for for Matt Campbell, you know, maybe that right job for him has not been one of the jobs he's been rumored to have. And I'm, you know, look, I know he's been rumored, but I'm not sure that he's been actually offered the job anywhere that he's turned down. We don't know. I no. mean, he maybe he has, maybe he hadn't. Most of so, that stuff's done back back channels. Absolutely. So, you know, maybe What's his interest level, you know, yeah, that a- type of a- stuff? Absolutely. So, you know, you know, it may not be that the right job for him or his family is is popped open, or he may have his eye on something else that he just wants to wait on. I don't know. I have no idea why, you know, his name keeps well. His name keeps coming up because he's successful. You know, you're not going to hear a coach that's not successful be rumored about a job. So, you know that you know, there may be something to it. There may be nothing to it. Uh, but you know, for Coach Aranda, again, he's successful, so his name's going to pop up at every job that opens up. What about Dave Aranda? What about Dave Aranda? You know, and and. You look at the natural fit of of LSU, and you talk about Southern Cal as well. The natural fit for him, you know, those are two jobs that are that are out there that his name is certainly going to be brought up about. But you know, he may, as you point out, he may have no interest to even talk to them at this point. I mean, I'm sure he'll listen to uh, or have his agent listen to and say, you know, because if they back the truck up, it would be hard for him or anybody mm-hmm. else to you know to be fair to his family to say. Yeah, I'm not taking that. I mean, sometimes you just, when they back the truck up, it's like, okay, um, 
I really don't have a choice here. I got to go. And, and the other thing to consider is how the deals are written. You may have to back two trucks up, one to the coach to get him and one to the school for getting him out of his deal. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and a lot of them are, are set up that way. But, I mean, th- those buyouts don't really mean anything. It's, you know, there's they, there's money socked away for a for a buyout if, the, if that's what direction they want to go. So, um uh, but it is something to take into consideration. There's well, no doubt about it. Well, my, my point to this whole conversation was it hasn't seemed, it, at least in the past, it, it hasn't seemed to disrupt what the Cyclones were trying to get done because, again, every year you hear his name, you know. And as far as internally within their football program, they seem to be going on about their business and, and, and winning football games. Now, yes, this year it has been a little – little wacky football season for Iowa State. Uh, but for the most part, they go about about their business without any, without any you know. And, and, again, you know as well as I do, disruption is a disruption, whether, whether, there's, whether it's valid, invalid. And I wonder, you know, I, I sit and wonder about, you know, what's going on down in College Station. Every, I mean, twice now, I mean, that, I've, that it's Jimbo Fisher's name in LSU. And he's having to explain again that he wants to be in College Station and that, hey, look, we've got a great recruiting class and da-da-da. I mean, you know, just on and on about about not going to Baton Rouge and staying in College Station. Does that affect the football team? Sure. Does it affect his staff? Sure. Absolutely I mean, it does. Absolutely it, it does. It, it, he can say all the right things, but everybody knows that that's, that's LSU. Is LSU a better job than A&M? I, 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 I think it is. You do? Yeah, I do. Now, look. Is it based on facilities, based on finances, based on what? Based on the name of the front of the jersey. Well, they get, they won a national championship mm-hmm. recently. I, I get that. Yeah. I, I just I, I think it is. But is it where he wants to be? Is there, it, I mean, therein lies the question. Well, and so, you know, again uh, – is it going to keep popping up until LSU hires somebody? Yes. And he's going to have to keep explaining himself? Well, I mean, it, it is until he's, you know, completely takes himself out of the running. And, I you know, I don't I don't know that he has done that. He's, he said that. But he's also trying to win football games in College Station right now. So he has to say those things. Uh, and and he, it may be all true. It, he may have no interest. And he may have already told him, look, take me off the list. I'm not interested. And LSU's but, not going to come out and go, well, Jimbo Fisher's not interested in our job. No, absolutely not. So his name's going to keep popping up. Well, that's that that's a leverage they have against whoever else they're going to go after because, you know, they can say, okay, well, if you're going to go after Jimbo Fisher, here's what I want. And, I mean, that's, you know, there's it's way beyond just picking up the phone and calling a coach and saying, hey, what's your interest in, co- in coming and coaching? They don't even get to talk to him. It, it's a it's an agent deal now, and so it's all about you know lawyers and everybody else getting involved and sitting in back rooms and 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 making the deal and figuring out how they you know logistically can make it happen. And unfortunately, it's out of the coach's hands in most cases. I mean, he has the final say, and uh, yeah, I'll take it or no, I won't. But he's not in on the negotiations. It's just it's not the way things are done now. Corey says. Probably uh, Campbell probably should have taken a job when he had a chance. Uh, he's uh, he's right. He, he's his door may be closing on him. So he's right. I mean, you know, 
sometimes the, the, the things ring true about striking when the iron's hot, you know, because if you don't, you may look up and go, oops, boy, which, I, I missed that opportunity. Which I circle right back around and say, why didn't he? I don't know. He didn't want to. It's pretty or, clear. Or he has his eye on something else, and now that may be going awry as well. I mean, you know, it. there's something about being the right job and the right fit for him, too. I mean, I get it. So, you know, those jobs that were out there, maybe he had no interest in, you know. And you, you heard his name pop up in the NFL arena. You know, there's some coaches out there that are smart enough to go, that ain't for me. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want to do. That I have no interest in being at that level. Now, and there's some that want to say, well, yeah, I'll give it a shot, you know. But a lot of those migrate back to college football. We've seen it time and time again. Interesting conversation. So, I, I just – I saw the article and I just wanted to throw it, you know, throw it out there and say that, you know, uh, it, it – there, as you pointed out, there would not be interest unless the job was getting done and uh, – in. In in there you go. So it, it, it's kind of a it's kind of a double edged sword. I mean it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a a compliment to you and your program, but it's also it's also a little uncomfortable when you hear y- your coach's name, especially after just the second year with uh, with Coach Aranda. But that's that's where we are in today's in today's college football. All right, eight thirty three. We're running a little late. We're going to get to uh, Don Hyde. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Jones is under center. Only heard here. Back to throw. A little pressure now. Down he goes. Fumble. All season. Picked up by Dallas. Gregory with a sack strip. And Chauncey Goldston has the fumble recovery. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. Live from Arrowhead Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
Would you like to make an impact on the lives of children by helping build a strong foundation for their education? A degree or certificate through McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Program can put you on the path to a rewarding career in the teaching field. Start your career while continuing to take classes that can apply to a bachelor's degree. Find out how to get started today at mclennan.edu or contact us at 254-299-8786. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Five players hit double figures as the Baylor men steamrolled Nichols 89-60. The Baylor women, meanwhile, toppled New Orleans 78-39, led by Queen Egbo, who scored 22 and collected 11 rebounds. The MCC Highlanders are 9-0 after a 101-57 win over the Texas Wesleyan JV. Justin Wilson led the way with 19 points. The MCC women lost to Manola 65-59. Tampa Bay outfielder Randy Orozarena has been named American League Rookie of the Year. And Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India has been named National League Rookie of the Year by the Baseball Writers Association. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. As we talk a little high school football, we welcome in Don Hyde, the head coach of the La Vega Pirates. Coach, good morning. How are you? I'm great, Tom. How are you? Doing terrific. We appreciate the time. Hey, talk us, uh, walk us through this, this 2021 season and just how your young football team has gotten better and better every week. Well, you know, we, 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 uh, we we had a lot of question marks when we started the season. Uh, it just takes young kids who have no experience playing on Friday night a long time to get accustomed to playing on Friday night. And, you know, they get better each and every week, and at the same time, once they get better, they they sometimes they get a little full of themselves when they have some success, and they have a little setback. And there's just certain things they got to learn physically, and certain things they got to learn mentally. It's going to allow them to play at a high level and. And I think we're getting there. We're not quite there yet, but I think we're getting there. And for the last couple of weeks, we've really played pretty well. How, how did you how did you steady the ship, if you will, or did you even have to after after back to back losses to uh, to LBJ and Argyle? And oh, by the way, a lot of people lose football games to LBJ and Argyle. So, but did you have to kind of steady the ship after that? Well, I think you just keep preaching the same thing you always preach. You know, you can't worry about what everybody else is doing. You worry about what you're doing. And, and at the same time, you you know, you, you tell your kids the truth. And the truth was we lost to three really good football teams. And uh and you know, two of those games we were we were we were in, in until until late in the fourth quarter. One game we should have probably won, gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown if we went ahead. And at the same time, you know, uh we we kinda 
we kind of stayed the ship after we lost to Argyle and, and uh, LBJ and went down to Corpus Christi Miller and beat a really good football team in Corpus Christi. And, and then I think they started kind of feeling themselves a little bit and listening to some praise and stuff. And then we come back and stumped our toe against Stephenville and didn't play real well. And that's a result of being young. And, and it's a result of Stephenville being a really good football team. You know, we played a really good schedule outside of a couple. And, uh, and, uh, and, and as a result, we're playing pretty good because of that right now. Coach, how do you watch those type of losses and be able to step right back in and, and start over on Monday and be able to hit back to the right track? Well, I mean, everything's week by week. You know, you can't look. You know, I had a kid walk in the other day and say, Coach, if we play so-and-so, where are we going to play it? I said, I don't think like that. I, all I'm thinking about right now is is the Coffin, is the Coffin team we're playing this Friday night. And, uh, you know, the, the bad part about playoffs is sometimes you got to try to set stuff up in advance for stadiums and all that, and I hate doing that because all, my focus right now and our team's focus right now is on beating Coffin. We ain't worried about nothing else. You mentioned uh, playing that, that very competitive schedule, and, and how does that benefit you now that we are in the third phase, the, the playoff phase of the of the season? I mean, you've been tested. You, you've had to play against guys that are, that are, that are very good, and uh, – and, and, and do things really well on both sides of the football. And as a result, it can't help but make you better. And, uh, you know, you, you're going to win some of those games and, and certainly you're going to lose some of those games and uh, along the way. And you can't worry about that. You, all you, all you, all, all we, we, we teach our kids there's, there's three phases of the season. There's, there's, po- there's preseason, and those games don't really matter. And then there's a district race, and you got to win enough to get in the playoffs. And then there's postseason. This, we're in the third season right now. It's win or go home. So, you want to be as good as you can be right now in this phase of the season, and, uh, and uh, although we're not quite there yet, we're getting there. Coach, the, the fact that that you've you've established you and in the, in the in your staff have established this is how we do things. This is how La Vega football looks. Does that help the young guys? Do they know coming in what the expectations are, what your expectations for them are, and and does that benefit them as as they prepare to to become varsity members of your of your program? That's that's part of being a great program. Is in, in truth, we as coaches don't set the expectations. The kids set the expectation. Uh, the kids under, the kids understand what it means to play La Vega football, and and that means playing in November and in December. That's what playing La Vega football means. And and the kids understand that, and the kids push that more so than we push that. And anytime you got that situation where kids are pushing that, and, and kids are believing in that, and kids want to be carry on that tradition and that legacy then then you're going to be successful coach how important is it this week in game number two of the playoffs to just go out and be yourself worry about what your assignment is what you have to do don't worry about the other sidelines i think that's everything i mean i think certainly you got to worry about you know lining up to certain things they do and and being able to block certain things they give you look wise from a defense standpoint but at the same time don't lose your own identity because someone else and so you know, we're going to go out there and play our brand of football and uh, make adjustments where we have to and need to and, and have a couple things in place to take care of some of the things they do. But at the end of the day, if you block tackle and don't, don't turn the football over, you're going to be successful. What, what can you tell us about this Kaufman football team? They're, very good. They're a very good football team. Uh, they're very physical. Uh, offensively, they've got some big-time weapons, a 6'6 receiver on the left side and a 6'4 receiver on the right side that, that puts you in a bind. And if you want to go out there and double, they're going to run the ball in your jaws. And so – it's going to be a huge test for us defensively. At the same time, offensively, uh, they, they're constantly moving around on defense, and they, they're attacking, they're attacking style stuff. So, I mean, we're going to have to get after them. Don, thanks. Appreciate your time, and uh, wish you the best of luck on Friday night.
Thanks, Tom. Thank you, guys. Appreciate what you do for high school football. We'll talk to you soon. That is a Don Hyde boy. God, he, they do a good job over there, don't they, Ward? I mean, this the, you know, we were all looking around going, what on earth is going on? And they're just like, steady as she goes. I, you know, this is – this is an in, and I, I I get tickled when we, we we talk about they're a young football team. They're all young. They're high school kids. But it was it truly was an inexperienced varsity, inexperienced football team that they were having to, you know, learn about Friday night, Friday night, and Thursday night's a lot different if uh, if you've never experienced it. So, uh, it, it, it was it's fun to watch how the because now you just kind of get the it almost feels like well this is La Vega. I mean it's you know and early in the year it's like wow I, I'm <laughs> this is a tough one. Uh, this may be a tough one, but they just they just keep they just it's just an even killed type thing over there. And and with that said, that I think that's why they're uh, they're successful. It's the team that that's been there, done that, right? Yeah. And so no you know question. you you don't you don't hit the panic button. You just continue to do like what you're saying. You you stay on on track, and you know you hear the term play up, and that's that's what they did. They played up a little bit so they can be ready for district play and a challenging district, and they can be ready for postseason because. You don't want to walk into any surprises, and you know good teams do that. They find a way to to schedule uh, schedule up a little bit in in the non district and and give themselves a chance to get better and and you know reveal the ugliness of your team, so to say. All right, uh, eight forty four. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's, where they have a three step arch support system that they would love to talk to you about. The, and again, it's a total body wellness program. You know, if you have knee or hip or back pains, and and you're wondering what on earth is going on. It very well may be something other than your knees or your hips or, or your back. It could be your arch support system. And they've got a, a total body wellness program that is a premier pain relief uh, product. And, and uh, they, can, they can help you, and they can show you how they can help you with their structural support system. It's a strengthener. It's a maintainer. And it's a relaxer. And, and, and again, you're like, well, I, I, does this, is this for me? Well, you, you don't know unless you go check it out and, and, and visit with the folks at Good Feet and get a free consultation. You heard me right, free consultation, a free fitting. They're going to they're gonna go through the system with you. They're going to explain how it works. It's not just grabbing an insole off the, off the shelf at the drugstore. This is, this is customized to fit your foot. That's why they have over 350 sizes and, and 25 different styles. I mean, it, it, because it is customized to your particular foot and uh, your arch support system. Check it out. It, it's it's absolutely free to you. Uh, open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6, and Sunday from noon until 5. We're talking about good feet. Everything we do, we do for you. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union, your local team. Cheer on with lower payments by refinancing your vehicle. Rates are as low as 1.99% APR. First Central makes it a winning season with financing set to your preferences. You can select your due date and your payment frequency. Our local lenders are here to help with a game plan that meets your needs. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Recently on Game Time. Jayhan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com joins us now. 
is Ole Miss Alabama's best win? Yes, and I, I don't think that they really have any other win to speak of, to be quite honest. And you mentioned, I mean, it's been enough to really <laughs> neutralize a loss to Texas a and You could really make an argument that the games that Alabama has played lately don't actually matter. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit caterpillar.com Waco. That's caterpillar.com Waco. Get your career started today. The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love. Including boots from Ariat and Twisted Edge. Shoes from Hey Dude. And clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. John Morris here telling you all about our friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Alumacraft Boats and Mercury Outboards, has boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from the number one fishing and family fun boats by Alumacraft, powered by best-in-class Mercury Outboard. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Hobbs Bobbit Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Five players hit double figures as the Baylor men steamrolled Nichols 89-60. The Baylor women, meanwhile, toppled New Orleans 78-39, led by Queen Egbo, who scored 22 and collected 11 rebounds. The MCC Highlanders are 9-0 after a 101-57 win over the Texas Wesleyan JV. Justin Wilson led the way with 19 points. The MCC women lost to Manola 65-59. Tampa Bay outfielder Randy Orozarena has been named American League Rookie of the Year. And Cincinnati second baseman Jonathan India has been named National League Rookie of the Year by the Baseball Writers Association. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag here this morning. And we will begin with football. Baylor uh, senior linebacker Terrell Bernard has been named the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. Bernard led the Bears with nine tackles, including a couple of sacks in their uh, win over Oklahoma, their first win over OU since 2014. Uh, 
But, man, what a performance by that defense ward. I mean, mm-hmm. they had, what, five, six sacks and flat got after Oklahoma. Uh, it's hard to say that, that <laughs> they took the, – the, the running game just wasn't there. And Oklahoma went, you know what? Okay, we're not gonna, we're not even gonna attempt to run the football. I mean, I think they had like, I think they had like twelve attempts from the running back, and that's it. That makes that, them one-dimensional. That doesn't, that doesn't exactly uh, give you a uh, balanced attack, does it? No. And, and, and obviously, they got away from it in a hurry. Uh, realized that that wasn't going to be part of the equation today, and you know, so what? A, what a job! So congratulations to Terrell Bernard, uh, the. Um, Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? We mentioned the, the Jimbo Fisher thing. He reiterated his plan to remain with a and uh, despite uh, continued speculation that LSU would have an interest in hiring him. He said, uh, we're going to recruit an unbelievable class this year, so I'm the dumbest human being on God's earth to recruit all these guys to A&M so I can go across over there and go play against them. So, I mean, he keeps saying – that he is He's saying all the right things. He is staying in College Station, and and Texas A and M is is where he wants to be. And people keep saying that LSU's got an interest in in hiring uh, Jimbo Fisher. So that thing do just, they really know? Well, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't know. It, it's, what, who look knows? how th- look how this thing has changed mm-hmm. since we all began this deal. I mean. When I started this, there was – look, you had a daily newspaper and you had your local television stations and you had and, – and, and that was that was it. And now everybody's a reporter with social media. Mm-hmm. And then you have all of the, the, the dot-coms. And then you have us, talk radio. Sports talk radio wasn't around. It, 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 it's relatively new. I mean, you know, it, it's – it's what twenty five years old, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's. It's. But it's not. I, I remember when they started it in the Metroplex, a couple of radio stations in the Metroplex, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. But it was what we call block programming. It was like late in late in the afternoon, or you know, it was not twenty four seven three. That's. But everybody is a sportscaster now, mm-hmm. and everybody has an opinion, and you and I share an opinion. And somehow somebody else picks up on that and said, hey, uh, it was reported, and away we go. And, and, and now you got a story out there that may not even be a story. But it, it's crazy how this thing works. And that's why Jimbo Fisher ha- is continually having to say, I'm not going anywhere. You know? Uh, and, and, that's, and that's what he has to say to you know protect his team and, and give them a, a fighting chance on a Saturday afternoon. And there's two things. It, it's either that or he's not going anywhere. But yeah, and it, I mean, it, it could it could be that too. I mean, I, you know, I don't know, but you know, he, if he, you know, if he's not saying those type of things, that's a disservice to the guys that he has there. And he's agreed. right. I mean, you know, why would he go out and recruit if he if he's not interested? Well, that's what you have to do. I mean, I I get it. That's that's saying the right thing again. Uh, but there's also the opportunity with the new transfer portal, that he can recruit them to A&M and drag them right along to wherever he wants to go, unfortunately. Florida International 
Uh, football coach Butch Davis. We've yes. all known that name. I mean, he was an assistant with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. been a head coach with Cleveland and Miami, Miami, and, and a couple other stops. Well, he, he is not going to return as the Florida international football coach in 2022. He's informed the coaching staff he'll not be back. Uh, Davis says this has been a nightmare. You can imagine the players' reaction when the head coach's job was posted online earlier this year. Mm-hmm. The administration has sabotaged the program. Their decision to post the job has resulted in a major negative impact on the football program. Davis said that uh, they were not allowed to recruit, uh, and assistant coaches weren't uh, weren't giving. Uh, uh, he, he said uh, the school is using old uniforms and equipment, refused to offer multi-year contracts to assistants, and would not allow coaches to go out on the recruit on recruiting the past two years because of financial reasons as well as COVID. So they've got a mess over there, mm-hmm. and, and whether any of that's true or not, that's the perception now. Uh, yeah, that that makes makes it difficult to find a coach. It makes it difficult to get players to believe in because mm-hmm. you know how are you going to go there and say, well, it's just because they were trying to get rid of their coach. Well, what if they get rid of your coach? You know, yep. if that happens, then you're sitting there with with un- unfair advantage to your school because you don't have the things you need to have to to be successful. Finally, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, the head coach of the Texas Longhorns, announced that uh, running back Bijan Robinson will miss the rest of the football season with a dislocated elbow. Bad Ooh, news continues yuck. for Texas. So there you go. All right, eight fifty-six. Uh, we've got Greeny coming up at nine. John Morse will be here at three. Matt Mosley's along at four, and we'll be right back tomorrow at seven a.m. That and we should we should have a conversation with. Uh, Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew for tomorrow's program. So uh, that uh, that's all coming up tomorrow. That's going to do it for us. Have a great day. For Ward, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow at 7. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday for an abbreviated show, not live from Rudy's, 